we're dealing with people who want to keep people in imagination land. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Virtue Signal, and just give me a second. I'm going to, I'm doing a test. I'm going to see if I can make myself turn blue. Because <laughs> if I can make myself turn blue, then it will be official that I'm a racist because I'll be giving myself blue face. Have you been watching Cameron films? <sighs> Man, are we, we're going to have to talk about James Cameron again. And as it turns out, folks, I have held my breath and nope, still black. Uh, I don't think I'm a, I think Bill would probably turn blue before before I would be held his breath, which makes it incontrovertible. <laughs> it makes it incontrovertible, folks, that only white people can be racist because only white people can turn themselves blue. There's there's nothing you can do about it. It's just natural. And of course, we're being absurd here, folks, because this whole thing is absurd. Dang it. Lay it on me, man. Okay, so as it turns out, and I'm picking this up, uh, Bill, because uh, somebody, uh, a, a, a trans uh, woman, uh, na Native American or mm. uh, pre-Columbian tribal descendant, I don't know how we're supposed to say this. Sort of wow, stuff. that's impressive. That's a uh, lot of box boxes ticked. That's a lot of them, right? You know, I, I try to cover all the bases, Bill. Uh, so this person calls themselves, I guess their, their, um, their tribal name is that they've given themselves as UB gay. Uh, I'm, I think I'm hearing some innuendo or, or something or some sort of euphemism. I don't know what it is. Uh, doesn't and, sound accurate. <laughs> it doesn't sound. And, and the thing is, so, so they're coming after James Cameron, right? Ha ha. Ha ha, James. Anyway, they're coming after James Cameron saying that Avatar is, is, totally racist right and you know what good for them man because i agree They're right J you're, james you are a total racist man 100 agree it's, totally and and you know for for now we got people out there saying you know there's no racism it's, yes there is there's systemic racism it's in the education system it's in this it's in the political system it's and in it's the driven by white system. liberals yes absolutely and that's who it is and james cameron is totally uh, taking advantage and exploiting this, all this sort of stuff. And, um, I mean, in, in this sense, I'm not being absurd at all. Um, so what do we got here? So, um, the, what are the NAMI? The, is the, the, uh, yeah, the NAVI. The, the, the super smurfs, super smurfs. Yeah, the that's super smurfs, yeah. Right. Uh, are basically supposed to be analogous to the, um, indigenous people of America. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. James, how how long do you want to milk this, man? Do you always Forever. want to keep Indians, the engines? I'm just gonna say mm -hmm. engines, right? Mm -hmm. The engines, man. Uh, uh, which I think is kind of a cool term, man. That'd be a cool name for a band too, man. Engines. Anyway, you want to keep this them in a perpetual state of victimhood. You want to keep them in this total this state all the time, where white folks just came over and just put white foot to red behind. And, and that's just how it has to be all the time. They, they just, they, they can never recover from this. These poor, stupid, helpless, weak, helpless, red people that just got dominated by the white man. How insulting is that, man? You, yep. James, you bigot. If, yeah, if I was a, if I was an American Indian, I would, um, I'd be outraged at the portrayal of my culture as a bunch of dope smoking hippies who just sat around and, you know, watched all of this happen. They were warriors mm -hmm. and they were warriors uh, against each other long before mm -hmm. we got here. 
you look at any of the uh, tribal territories as they exist today, I know certainly in Texas, you know, the, the, the Apaches took over from the Comanches, the Comanches took over from the Arapahoes or whatever. It, it, it's, it's that. So for those of you watching who may not be up on current events here, uh, they just released the second Avatar movie a mere 13 years after the first one came out and smashed all kinds of box office records. And I haven't seen the second one yet, but I'm sure it's the same thing. In, in both of these movies, uh, you've got what many are calling the white savior syndrome. And the, and the, the classic example of this is Dances with Wolves, where mm. uh, Kevin Costner is a, is a white Union cavalryman, and he joins the Indians. And now that they've got a white guy on the team, they're able to you know, defend themselves against the, uh, the white predators. And, it, and it, reduces, it reduces the Indians in Dances with Wolves and the Navi in, in these science fiction things. It's like it's like Zosette. It, it it reduces them to people who are not only limited by their technology, but they're limited by their lack of fighting spirit. Thank God there's a human there, right? A white human male there to um, to lead them on to victory. So that's the criticism that's being leveled against the movie, and I think it's completely unfair. And I heard a, a, a variation of this just the other day. Um, it was uh, it was an a white woman in her 70s, I would guess, talking about another white woman who invented the term white privilege. And this woman was saying, we are a mortal danger, a deadly threat to black people just by our existing. Well, that's interesting. And she went on, you know, when white people invade the space of, of, of black people, we are, a, we are a, 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 a lethal threat to their existence. She is. She is. And 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 I'm sure she's feeling very good about herself, you know, for turning herself in. But what I'm thinking is, do you actually believe? And they said BIPOC, right? Do you actually believe that blacks and indigenous people of color are so fragile and so stupid and so passive and so weak and so and so uh, unformed that simply your presence? is going to cause them to, to, to wither and die because of the color of your skin? Because that's exactly what you're saying. It's exactly what you're saying. And I find that to be such a repellent, disgusting, racist, demeaning, degrading attitude. And these people wear this like it's a badge of pride. I can't understand it. Absolutely. And that's why I say the whole idea of white supremacy is not over. You have white people like this who even think they're more superior to other white people. This the white supremacy is a, is a real thing. And, you know, these people exalt themselves to it. And then you have, you know, unfortunately, bamboozled people of color, mm -hmm. uh, you know, who, who are the biggest investors in it. That's who, right. Who, 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 who stand by being the oxymoron of empowered victims. Right. And, right. and as I've said, you know, before, man, there is no power trip, man. There is no power trip like a guilt trip. Right. Yeah. You want to feel power, man. You lay a guilt trip on somebody. And that's where we're in. We're in this perpetual indictment of of of, of America or just, you know, now it's it's global. White people are, are supremacists all over. the world. Everybody. I guess everybody's flipping German. Everybody's uh, uh, the Nazi regime of, of Germany. Uh, all white people are the same. All white people are that. And I'm like, because I, I have to often ask, which white people are you talking about? That's right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. And, and and white white it's all it's always white liberals and it's almost always white liberal women mm. who are who are basically saying we must be the ones to stop white privilege and what they're really saying is 
white supremacy can only be stopped by whites because they're supreme. Mm -hmm. That's that's exactly what the argument is, right? Yeah. It's a it's a it's a circular argument that says that we've got to stop treating other uh, other races as inferiors, and they certainly can't do it on their own, right? Since we are all powerful, it's up to us to stop doing this. And and the again the contempt that's probably the best word. Just the contempt, the, the indifference. You know, I, I feel so sorry for for these poor black victims who are unable, you know, to defend themselves. Thank God there are are, are rich white liberals willing to uh, to come in and and rescue these poor people from people like me. It's so self serving. It's so demeaning. But but to, when this woman just came out and said we are a just whiteness, just a white person in their midst is a mortal threat to them, I thought, what are they? Are they soap bubbles? What 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 do you think? These people you're talking about protecting, these people you're saying are, are, are going to be magically killed by our mere presence, what do you think they're made out of? You know, how low an opinion of them do you have to suggest that the mere presence of a white person in their presence is enough? It's like, it's like, a, it's like radiation, right? You put some plutonium in the room and they're just going to wither away and die. Yeah. How low opinion do you have to have of people to think that the mere presence of somebody who looks different than them is going to cause them emotional collapse. It's just pathetic. It is, man. And, it's, it's the, and the funny thing is, is that it's the attitude, as much as these people think that they have changed or anything like that, it's like, no, man, the more you think you've changed, the more you've remained the same. This is the same attitude of John Wilkes Booth. He had this, he wrote this himself. Yep. You know, it's like, look, man. I have to save white people from this Abraham Lincoln who's freed all the slaves, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You Republicans, just Republicans want to destroy the black man. We Democrats, we know what's better for them. So it's all the same thing. Now, this is, this, this conversation, man, is coming out of this, uh, this person, you, you be, you be gay. Uh, that's what they call his, herself, whatever, whatever, uh, calls herself. And I'm like, okay, so you're going to charge James Cameron uh, with this appropriation. Um, and how, when are you going to pay attention to the fact, and we've been trying to tell you, don't you think it's rather hypocritical that you're appropriating somebody else's gender? You know, I mean, there's a whole lot of appropriation going on with the whole LGBT thing. They, 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 they have orifice appropriations. Like, dude, you're not supposed to do that with that orifice. Okay. I don't want to get too P, you know, out of PG 13 school here, but mm -hmm. you've appendage appropriate, uh, uh, appropriated. You guys do a lot of misappropriate, uh, inappropriate things and a lot of misappropriation. So, but this yeah, it's like they didn't read the instructions, you know? Yeah. You know, or, or they just, you know, they ignore them because they want to make their own truth, you know, mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff. But, the thing is, Bill, we, we, we've long said that there are stories to be told. We, we, we make these uh, creative narratives to be able to promote the truth. And I'm, I'm all for that, man. I'm, I'm all about moving a message or making some sort of social statement, political statement, all that sort of stuff. But there's a point where you don't need it anymore. You know, and, and James, man, what do you what would what, what this film cost, man? Like a billion dollars? Is, 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 oh, is, yeah. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. Is, is it so worth it to you to milk this narrative, to make yourself look like super white guy that, that is so compassionate, is so caring, and that we you you have to be the one to tell the story that's going to set everything. Man, you're not trying to set it. You've made an investment in making sure that everything stays wrong is what you've done to keep us divided, to keep us at, uh, uh, at each other's throats. You know, and... Uh, 
I'm, I'm looking at what this person says. Um, join natives and other indigenous groups around the world boycotting this horrible and racist film. Our cultures were appropriated in a harmful manner to satisfy some man's savior complex. I agree. I, agree I absolutely too. agree. No more absolutely. blue. Yeah, no more blue face. Now her attitude is coming from the wrong place. But on its face, like, yeah, dude, I, I totally agree. Um, and this person, just really quick, Bill, mm-hmm. because, you know, people ask, um, you know, where this is coming from. Why is this happening? And we've talked about this bill for, before, Bill, because, you know, we want to understand, understand the psychology of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and psychology itself, man, is it, it means, you know, when you say psych, you know, psycho, you know, coming from from from. Uh, uh, the Greek text, we're talking mm-hmm. about um, the soul. That's what, when we talk about psych, you know, psycho, we're talking about the soul. Psychology would really mean the study of the soul. And the soul is something that can't be measured. You can't measure it. You can't, you know, make these kind of calculations concerning it. So the study of the soul is always going to be pretty much arbitrary. Now, but in terms, of, if, if one tries to put it into a, a scientific arena, but if we're going to study the soul, you're going to actually have to have the manual of the soul. And what's happening, Bill, and I see this, I see these things coming back full circle all the time. I just think it's so interesting. It's so interesting that these things that people are making up such a thrust for are the very things that the Lord has said in the beginning. This whole transgender thing, the Lord made it very clear. This is the first statement that he made about us. You're a man. You're a woman. I didn't make one of you to be two. I made two of you to become one, but I didn't make one of you to become two. All right. So it's and if, if I if I expected you guys to be gender fluid, I would have just made one of you. But I didn't do that. And you guys are trying to go against a biological and spiritual, very basic truth. And you're trying to change yourself. Now, this person, you know, these people in their multiple identities are trying to res- uh, 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 refer to themselves as they, them, Z, Zums, and all that sort of stuff. Man, these are incantations. These, this mm-hmm. is real. This number one, when you refer to yourselves to as they and thee, you're speaking the language of legion. Jesus says, "Hey, what's up? What's your name, boy? I am legion, for we are many." I never right? thought of that. So it's like they're speaking the same language and they're trying to create these incantations. These are the ones who are really speaking in tongues. It's like, hey, Christians, just a word right now. I know I'm going to step on some toes here. Speaking in tongues isn't what you think it is, right? Speaking in tongues is not speaking in gibberish. Pagans do that. Unbelievers can do that. These people are doing it right now. Speaking in some foreign language and making up this gibberish to try to identify themselves as who they're supposed to be. And basically all all they're doing is referring to themselves as a bunch of it's. So when they give these incantations and they spellbind other people and having to go along with it, that's where we are. This is spiritual warfare, right? This isn't something that you learn in sight class. Spiritual warfare. That's what's happening to us. This is coming full circle. The thing is getting close, y'all. The kingdom is getting closer and the devil don't like it. He's trying to throw y'all off guard. Well, it's a lot to unpack there. Uh, first of all, first of all, if this person's name is Yubi uh, Gay, that, <laughs> it's funny when you that, say. that reminds me very much of. Uh, you, you probably don't remember this, but there was a comedy on when I was a kid called F Troop, and they had uh, a group of Indians there who were perpetually lost, and the name of the Indian tribe was the Hekawi. And the reason they were called the Hekawi because every time they come wandering out of the woods, they go, "Where the heck are we?" <laughs> uh, so. Um, 
so look, it, it, that when when Cameron writes a movie like this, it's not just condescending and it's not just self-serving. It's also just plain lazy. It's just lazy writing. Because if you are going to reduce everything to such fundamental black and white extremes of ridiculousness, right? You've got these blue people who have large golden eyes. We're, we're wired to, to be sympathetic to creatures with large eyes because infants have large eyes. Mm. And it's got kind of a cat mouth. And it's very slim and very slender and very elegant. But more importantly, when he portrays these, these Navi... They're friends with all of nature, right? They communicate with nature on a, on a literally on a neural level. Oh, well, everything. And and I don't know what they eat, but I guess it's just air or or <laughs> or or color, because the one thing I've noticed that Cameron has never shown his his tribal people doing is hacking animals to bits. I don't see much of that in um, in uh, Avatar movies. I don't see much of the ongoing tribal warfare that constantly occurs among among primitive people. Your chance of being murdered as a primitive person per capita is hundreds, if not thousands of times greater than it is in modern society because they're always at war with each other. Mm -hmm. there, there's never anything ugly and there's never anything uh, that's like bad publicity for the noble savage. That's, that's the lazy writing that Cameron does. Now, humanity, on the other hand, is nothing but murderers and killers, right? We're just in, and, and we're in our machines and the, we come down and everything's on fire. We pave everything over, metal, ooh, bad, 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 capitalism, bad. In the original movie, he had the audacity to say in the movie that we're going to travel 4.6 light years away trillions and trillions of miles away. It's going to take us decades to do it. And we're going to do it to get this material called unobtainium, which apparently we need. And then in the same movie, he'll have uh, he'll have the head, bad guy, the head bad guy say in the original, it's like, well, we've got to destroy these. We've got to go kill these blue people and knock their tree over because this is the largest uh, unobtainium uh, concentration for 20 or 30 kilometers. You're, what? You're saying we, we're able to cross the stars and, and we're not willing to go another 15 miles to get some of this stuff that's not underneath the tree? No, nah, no. Nah, we want to take that tree down because we're so evil. Okay, Jim, if that's how you feel about yourself, that's great. Cameron, after Avatar, famously spent, I don't know, maybe an entire week in um, in the Amazon living with these people. And there's a photograph of him in a, in a dugout canoe wearing a, you know, a palm frond or something like that, being real authentic, you know. But I do notice that after he spent a, a week with the authentic, you know, noble savages down in, in, in Brazil, that he got back on his private jet and flew right the hell back to uh, mm -hmm. to the United States and now lives in, in absolute comfort, enjoying the, the, the fruits of his uh, capitalism. Mm -hmm. We talked about Cameron just a couple episodes ago. Um, and... And so it's not even hypocrisy anymore. It's just, it's it's really, it's really getting to be like a, a knee flex, like a like a, a knee jerk reaction. Literally, it's like if you give these people a platform, it's like hitting them on the knee with a rubber hammer. They, that leg will shoot out, and and they'll always shoot out the same way, and it will tell the exact same story with the exact same villains and the exact same message. Because when it's all said and done, when all of it's really all said and done, what Cameron is doing by demonizing capitalism and by and by romanticizing primitive tribalism, he he is on whether he's aware of it or not, he is compensating for the fact that he is one of the richest people, certainly in show business, and he 
claims to believe in a philosophy that says that we must evenly distribute everything. So he doesn't want to give up billions of dollars. He doesn't want to do that because that would actually require sacrifice on his part. But what he wants to do is he says, okay, so I've got, yes, I've got billions of dollars or whatever, but, but my way of repaying that debt is by raising awareness, by creating these movies and, and show people how horrible mm. uh, humans are. And, and, and some people buy it and some people don't, but I think they're much less likely to buy it today than they were 13 years ago because, because you know, you want to talk about striking when the iron is cold. I mean, this guy had the, the, the number one blockbuster of all time in uh, 2009, I think. And to wait 13 years to release it because of his obsessiveness is nuts. But ultimately, Zoe, ultimately, like I said, it's just, it's just a lazy vision of, of, a, of a theory that Rousseau first pointed out, that the, that the noble savage, right, that, that if you leave man alone, man in his wild natural state, fundamentally good, fundamentally honest, fundamentally fair, fundamentally kind, and it's only when you introduce, you know, Western values onto them that they turn into these uh, killing machines, this cancer on the planet. It's just not true. It's just not true. And, and America was populated by, I mean, all of America was populated by these extremely large mammals, ground sloths. These things are sized practically of an elephant. Mm. And they're not here anymore. And they were gone before white people arrived because they were so easy to kill mm. that the first American Indians hunted them to extinction, mm. right? To extinction. And, and not just them. So this, this idea is just there for him to say, look, I'm going to flagellate my, my white self uh, publicly by producing this movie that makes us into the bad guys. And that will be my penance for something that, that I never did in the first place. And the final, final thing about that is these um, portraying these Navi the way that he portrays them is, is an insult to actual indigenous people, right? It, it, it's an insult to them. You know, again, it's 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 they they sit there and 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 you know and 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 string beads together and 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 live on patchouli oil and 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 they <laughs> and they love everything and the deer come up and nuzzle them in the forest and you see this in the trailers for Avatar too. They're swimming through the water. Oh look, here comes this fish. Oh, it's bumping up against me. Oh, I'm going to swim with this giant whale. Oh, fantastic. You know, no. No, mm. there are predators in the ocean, yeah. right? And predators kill things. Mm -hmm. And and you don't get to swim with these predators. Oh, we're all brothers and we're all the same color. It's like it's 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 reducing indigenous people to a cartoon. Yeah. And and that's exactly what he's doing and he's doing it because he's condescending and he's filled with self-hatred, but mostly he's doing it because he's lazy. And, you know, and and for, despite all that laziness, cuz you you're right, man. It's like this is a cheap and lazy way to make yourself look superior, like you're the mm -hmm. most woke and all that sort of stuff. But at the same time, it still costs a lot of money and they do put a lot of effort into this. Just, I don't know, it's, it's it, psychologically or, or morally, it's morally cheap and lazy. It takes a lot of effort. It's like a thief, man. It's like, man, you put, you just lazy. But at the same time, you sure do put a lot of effort into stealing from people. You know? it, it's, it's, liter it's, it's literally lazy in terms of literature. It's just mm. bad writing, right? It's, if you already know what the dynamic of the movie is going to be before you go in there. That's, that's just bad writing. 
Yeah. And, and here's a guy and here's a guy who made my favorite movie. Because mm. back when he was young before like Steven Spielberg, mm. you know, just went found his dotage and same for Lucas and same for all of them. They get they spent 30 years uh, as billionaires and then they just want to go back and undo everything they did. Uh, Spielberg just a couple days ago said he really regrets making Jaws because of all the damage it's done to sharks. Yeah, the world revolves <laughs> around you, Steve. But 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 when he he made my favorite movie which was Aliens in 1986. And that movie, the humans are the good guys. Mm-hmm. And that's why that movie was so popular. That's why I loved it so much. Yeah. But somewhere in there, you know, the same way that George Lucas decided that, oh, instead of uh, we're going to use the third Revenge of the, uh, the Return of the Jedi movie, that was supposed to take place on the Ewok, pl- uh, I'm sorry, on the, um, on the Wookiee planet with big, strong warriors. Mm-hmm. But he decided, no, we'll go with teddy bears because number one, you know, it's uh, easier to sell toys that way. And number two, you know, we we want to show how weak the the natives are compared to our mm. technology. And thank God that Luke and Leia and Han, well, I guess not Luke, that Leia and Han are down on the planet showing these simple, simple people, you know, how to fight back. Yeah. So, you know... Whatever, and that's important because you know we we the the culture is is really wired for this victim narrative. You know, there's where everybody's victims, and that's why even if Cameron was to make this movie, because another uh, problem that they have in terms of appropriation is that they didn't have, I guess, indigenous people playing the characters. I mean, well, okay, they're blue faced people, but you want red people to play the blue people, uh, <laughs> but but it's a voiceover, right? And there's right. And as far as I know, people of color if I can use that term, are actually doing the voiceovers. But the thing is, Bill, these people are so victim-wired that even if you did, and I talk about this stuff in my book, you're going to have people who are going to get mad if you stereotype them, but at the same time, they will get mad if you don't have characters playing according to those stereotypes. You can't flip and win, right? So, and all this sort of stuff, you know, just like you were saying about... uh, um, you know, the, they don't show the Navi killing any animals or anything like that. And, you know, these people are supposed to be in touch with nature. And you're supposed to be in touch with your animal spirit and all that and sort they don't, of stuff. And they don't show them spending hours and hours and hours grinding bread either, right? Right. It's just, yeah. It's just, they never do anything ugly or nasty or boring. They just swim around and fly around on dragons and stuff. <laughs> you know, but if you're going to tap into your spiritual spirit animal, man, ain't, no, animals don't like each other. Right. Animals, they, they, they see it's like it's like family thing. Oh, I'll bring my cat over to play with your cat. Cats hate each other. All right. They're going to hiss, scratch, pee on each other, whichever. Right. They're going to do a lot of cussing. The, the animals don't typically like each other. So but they make it like, you know, these these people just all live in peace and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, they, they don't eat. They don't eat the animals. Man, what was that one? Uh, just just this uh, last thought that kind of comes to mind for me. Um what was that movie Madagascar like a little while ago? And I think the character played by Ben Stiller was was the lion. I guess he has this big complex about eating animals, right? He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be a predatory animal. No, of course not. So how did they fix him? They fed him sushi. Okay. Okay. So, so fish, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think fish like having their lives ripped away from them either. Uh, it is part of the food chain. You know, they are food. They're going to be food for something. That's just how it is. Uh, but to make this feel good movie about this animal that is naturally wired to eat other animals, uh, is going to have a complex about it. And to fix this complex, they feed him a, I guess, a lesser animal. I don't know. I think that's even a little bit more messed up. But the bottom line is, folks, is that we're dealing with people who want to keep people in imagination land. 
and they want to control the way people think according to their imaginations. In, in people's imaginations, hey, yeah, we can't commune, you know, with nature at a, at a certain capacity. And hey, doesn't your Bible even say that Adam started off communing with nature? Yeah, yeah, actually he did. Um, something wrong happened and we don't have that talent anymore. All right. <laughs> so now, uh, and, and you can't get it back by your own design. You're going to have to consult with the designer on that. So if you really want to get to this place where you're able to go to a petting zoo uh, where lions are the animals that you can pet and you can swim with sharks and all that sort of stuff, hey, maybe you'll get there. But uh, me, I would... Let me, uh, I'm sorry, let me just say one thing about this because I think this is really important, right? And and it's clear evidence for anybody who wants to look at it. On Instagram or, or in YouTube shorts or whatever, you will constantly see uh, a big dog, a little cat, and maybe a duckling, mm -hmm. Right. And they're all friends and they're all rubbing up against each other, right? And that's real. That's, that's, mm -hmm. That actually happens all the time, right? The only reason that happens is because humans are in the mix, mm -hmm. right? If those, if those <laughs> animals alone had been, had been left without human influence, they would each eat, eat, each eat each other. And the reason that you see ducks and cats and dogs being friends is because human was there not only to keep them well fed, <laughs> which is a big part of that, but also to introduce them so that they can bond in a way that they never would have bonded on yes. before because they were prey. Mm -hmm. And and it is whenever you see any form of interspecies affection, right, it's because humans were there to enable that in the first place. If we weren't there, these things would have killed each other. Yes. And and this idea that we're this 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 biological poison, you know, it's like, no, no, it's not true. It's it's humanity that allows that allows species to come together in ways that they never would have in the wild because they would have to eat eat each other to survive. But now we just lay some alpo down. Everybody's happy. <laughs> that's right, man. And it just goes to show, and that's a that's a brilliant point. And it just goes to show, you know, a lot of people out there say, well, racism and hatred, those things are taught. No, they're not. No, they're not. Those things are natural in us, just like they, it's, it's an animal. It's an organic instinct that each one of us has to somehow see another as a, these are a, a threat, some sort of rival or anything like that. They're encroaching That's, on our territory. They're going to take our food. Yeah, absolutely. exactly. That's wired into us. We have to be taught not to do that, right? We have right. to be taught empathy, loyalty, and, and things like that. And to, to follow the golden rule, if you will. So at any rate, folks, uh, we're getting, uh, I, I, there's, th you would think that this was like April Fools or something like that. Maybe it's December Fools where you thought that I would just be agreeing with, uh, this, um, this, uh, trans pronoun, whatever. Uh, I know it's not politically correct to say, uh, transsexual or whichever or transgender, unless you're absolutely agreeing with them, what you're one of their allies. Other than that, you can't say it. Close it. Gotta keep their word out of your mouth. So, but at any rate, that's what we wanted to bring to you. I hope that you guys appreciated our observations on it. And you can catch more stuff like this at BillWhittle.com. So make sure you become a member. And if you are a member, we certainly thank you. And you guys have a very blessed uh, holiday season. I'm only saying that because not to be politically correct, but just because, you know, tying in Christmas. Because I'm too dang lazy. Speaking of lazy to say Christmas and New Year's and all that sort of stuff. You guys know what I mean. Dang it, we'll see you next time. Bye.